Welcome to Sprinkles in Your Day with your host, Monique. Let's enjoy the day together with inspiration, hope, joy, and love coming your way. Wherever you are, just press play. Relax, sit back, grab a water, smoothie, coffee, or tea. We are here to inspire you to reach for your dreams and your goals while adding some sprinkles along the way. And let's face it. Who doesn't love sprinkles on their ice cream, donuts, or cupcakes? It just makes everything taste better. So, without further ado, let's jump in. Okay, what I'm about to share is all about timeless etiquette tips that we all need for every occasion. Whether you're a kid or even a grown adult. We all need to be reminded of these things, even your pets, all right? So this is what this segment is all about right now. Manners made easy. And so making a good first impression is a worthy goal for two reasons. First, there is no second chance. And two, it only takes a few seconds. All right. So we are all blessed, of course, that God looks at our heart. But people form their opinion of us in the first 30 seconds. Do you know that? By judging our parents and visual communication and our manners. Yeah. People just look and just sum us up just like that. All right. They evaluate our inner qualities later. And so we can memorize the six S's. So as I was saying, we can memorize the six S's, all right? The six S words. And that will help us to be equipped to meet and greet people. Okay, the first S letter is stand up. All right? When someone enters the room, we stand up to greet them. Number two is smile. That's right. Have a smile on your face. Even when you're talking to someone on the phone, you can tell when they're smiling. Number three is C. You look them straight in their eyes. Don't be looking all over the place, especially even when you're going for an interview. You look in the employer straight in the eyes, okay? That's letting you, that's letting them see that, okay, she's or he is focused and determined. Number four is shake. You shake hands with the person. Nice to meet you, Mr. Smith. And number five, you speak your name. My name is Dora. And number six is you say their name back to them. You say, and it's nice to meet you, Miss Wilson. 
So why not see who in the family commemorized these six first letters? That start with an S. Who commemorized it? The first one is stand up, stand. The second one is smile. The third is see. The fourth is shake hands. So you shake. And number five is speak. Number six is say. All right? And the word of God says in 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, Man does not see what the Lord sees. For man see what is visible, but the Lord sees the heart. And so now, moving along, All right, so this one here is talking about all rise. Okay, so men should stand up when a lady enters the room or when ladies enter a room. And socially, a gentleman defers, shows honor and respect to a woman. A long time honored custom in our country says men should stand up for adult females. Yeah, it's so sad though to say today, in today's world that we're living in, we don't see that anymore. Where do you see the men standing up? For adults, of course, if that's not their wife and stuff, you know, they have to stick up for their wife and sister and, you know, family. But really nowadays you hear men calling females all sorts of names, degrading names and treating them like an object. That is what's happening in today's world. You know... And we're not. Females is not an object. No. Beautiful, intelligent human beings that God created just like the men. And so, a similar custom comes from the Middle Ages when knights wore metal shields over their heads they lifted the head covering to expose their eyes showing that they were friendly thus the tradition behind a man tipping his hat or touching the brim when he sees a lady now now how many of you remember this like we see this in the old-time movies you know we see this happening in the movies and I love to see these type of things So you know what a suggesting that you can do at home? Let your dad practice standing when a female member of the family enters the room. Only a gentle reminder is permitted when dad forgets. Name as many people or categories of people you can who deserve your honor and respect. And you know the same also goes for the females to the guys as well to the gentlemen as well you know God's word says that in 1 Peter 2 17 
to honor everyone. So everyone should be honoring everyone. All right, so let's talk about table legs. All right, so gentlemen should stand when a lady gets up from a dining table and stand again when she returns. Upon her return, the man nearest her should help her with the chair as she is reseated. Chairs are not as difficult to maneuver these days as they once were when this act became common courtesy. But still as a time-honored tradition, gentlemen should help to seat ladies at the table. So here's a suggestion that you could all do at home. Let dad and the young men of the family practice pulling out a chair and seating each lady in the family. Also, look up the word humility. What is the meaning of that? Give examples of ways to show humility, not being prideful, boastful, or self-asserting. God's word says in Proverbs 15.33 that the fear of the Lord is wisdom's instruction and humility comes before honor. And when you think about age preference, men aren't the only ones with the responsibility to stand in certain social situations. Adult women and young ladies should also stand for any person who is much older than they. In our society, younger individuals honor older ones, whether male or female. So here's some subjection, right? So this time it is the ladies' turn. Let the daughters in the family practice standing when mom or dad enters the room. If grandmother is there, then all the ladies in the family, as well as the men and boys, should rise when she enters the room. Discuss how humility and conceit are different in meaning, with conceit meaning self-importance. Here's a quote that says, good manners alone won't guarantee your entrance to today's boardrooms. But without good manners, the doors to many chambers will be closed to you forever. I want to see you smile. Remember that second S word? That's making a good first impression. Smile. When meeting someone... For the first time and any time thereafter, give them a smile. When you meet someone not wearing a smile, just give them yours. Everyone likes to be greeted with a warm smile, not a grumpy frown. And a smile is, is like the same in any language. If you are happy, Notify that to your face. After all, it takes only 14 muscles to smile, but more than 70 to frown. So here's a suggestion. Practice smiling when you speak to family members or even start in the mirror. Here's a quote that says, having good manners means doing with a smile what you have to do anyway. And so, look into my eyes. 
Look into my eyes. If you want. You remember the next S letter? C? See their eyes? We usually say, make eye contact or look people in the eye. When we do, we show that we care enough to give them our full attention. Notice that you must look into the other people's faces to see their smile. So here's a suggestion. If you have difficulty looking people in the eye, then practice in front of a mirror and look into the mirror and say, hello, how are you? And then being careful to continue looking into your eyes, not down or to the side. You may feel silly at first, but it will become easier with practice. And God's word says in Luke 11, verse 34, your eye is the lamp of the body. When your eye is good, your whole body is also full of light. I love the word of God. Every situation, everything, there's an answer to it in the word of God. Mumbo jumbo. When talking on the phone, we have to remember to speak clearly. Don't mumble or garble your words. Yeah, and who's this? Are never as good as yes, and who may I ask who's calling? And answer spoken at breakneck speed or in lazy harjin can be hard to understand. For example, have you ever called a place of business and just heard blah, 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 as though the answer was competing in a speed race. You probably had no idea if you hadn't actually reached that intended phone number, right? You just hang up the phone and try to call again or call some a next business or something. It would just be a turnoff, right? A complete turnoff. And so here's a suggestion. Choose another family member and two telephones. Take turns identifying yourselves by speaking slowly and clearly. Give one another a gentle critique and continue practicing until you give the information in an understandable way. A quote says, the two new millennium mantras of the cell phone, I'm losing you and can you hear me now? Get me to church on time. Everyone should be on time and enter the church with a respectful attitude, observing the dignity of the place and the people. Arriving late disturbs the worshipers who did not arrive on time. A recent newspaper article outlined some of the ways decorum has left our church services. Some congregants sip from water bottles or fast food cups and read newspapers, pop their gum, and stick it under the seat of the pew and fail to remove bawling the, the, the babies, you know, crying in the sanctuary. 
as we know, we can't help it with that. But, you know, just, you know, simple, just get up and go to the bathroom or, you know, go downstairs if they have, you know, the, the social hall, whatever, you know, because we know that babies are always going to cry and stuff and make noise. So it's as simple as that, you know, arriving late and leaving early could be included in this list. So here's a suggestion. Getting started the night before can help us to get ourselves prepared to be to service on time in the morning for church on Sundays. And so go ahead and choose the clothes everyone will wear. Just pick out all the clothes, what you, you know, your, your husband, make sure, and your, your children, you get those clothes out. Just everybody lay out their clothes from the night before. Polish shoes. Iron hair ribbons, this and whatever it is that you gather all Bible materials and your notes and everything, put everything in its place the night before. So when everybody will be get up as a family together and ready to go to church on time for Sunday morning. All right. And here's a quote that says punctuality is the politeness of kings. So. What to expect when we're talking about with church and manners. Okay, so if you are invited to an unfamiliar church, it is proper to inquire about the the dress code there and stuff. You know, the customs and perhaps the rituals that you may need to know in order to show respect and, and avoid any embarrassment. For example, in Omaha... It is illegal to burp or sneeze in church. Do you know that? I don't even know that. In Omaha, it is illegal to sneeze in the church or burp. So you know what people have to do? Run outside and go and do that. They have to go run outside and sneeze or burp. Not during the service. This, 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 this stuff happens, you know, like places in Omaha. So, hey, if you want to go live there, I mean, but I mean, you got to get custom, you know, that, that's their custom, how it is in the church, you know. Missouri statutes say that it's unlawful to play hopscotch, you know, that on the sidewalk on Sunday. You cannot play hopscotch on the sidewalk on Sunday in Missouri, in, in, in that place certain places there but seriously finding out about the church you're attending will help you know how to prepare and what to expect when you get there right and so here's a suggestion before the day mom or dad may ask questions of the family or minister who invited them there may be a nursery for your very young children you want to inquire about that as well and the age groups and everything. Will all of that be provided? So here's a quote that says, let our advanced worrying become advanced planning and thinking. Welcome to Family Feud. All right, so you already know the rules. You already know how to play this game, right? Okay, so we're going to start. We have three teams in the house. We have, actually, we have, yeah, three teams in the house. Team Lala, Team 
Team Team S. And then we have Team Pink. All right. So Team Lala, somebody from your end can go first with this question, all right? So here we go, Team Lala. This is the first question. Name a house you never want to be in. All right, let's see. Who's haunted house up there? Ding, 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 ding. All right. Haunted house is up there. All right, let's go. Team S. Name a house you never want to be in. Clock is ticking. Ding, ding. Abandoned house. Let's see if abandoned house is up there. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, it is up there. All right. So first we have one point for Team Lala, one point for Team S. And now let's go to Team Pink. All right. Name a house you never want to be in. Um... Glass house. All right, let's see if we have glass house up there. Ding, 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 ding. All right, yes, we do. Glass house. So everybody have one point. That's awesome. All right, we're gonna go again with the same question, and you gotta say something else. Name a house that you never want to be in. Team Lala, anybody have any answers? Clock is ticking. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Okay, sorry, we have to move on to the next team. All right, Team S, name a house that you never want to be in. A jail cell. Let's see, is jail cell up there? Ding, 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 ding. All right, so Team S got two points. Good. All right, so far they're in the lead. Let's see. Team Pink, what do you say? Name a house that you never want to be in. Cat House? Let's see if Cat House is up there. Ding, 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 ding. All right, Cat House is up there. All right, so another point for Team Pink. So while we have... Team Pink and Team S is head to head. All right, there are ties right now. Team Lala, you got to step your game up now. You only have one. One point. All right, let's see if we could go to the next question and move on. Let's see. All right, so here we go. Name something in a bakery a baker might call his wife. Team Lala, let's go. Come on, anybody on that team? Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Okay, sorry. We have to move on to Team S. All right, we have the same question. Name something in a bakery a baker might call his wife. Tick-tock, tick-tock. 
tock, tick tock, tick tock. Come on, team. Eh, eh, eh. Oh, team S, all right. Nobody wanted to. Okay, let's move on to team pink. Let's see. Do you know an answer to this? Name something in a bakery. A baker might call his wife. Um, cupcake. Let's see. Is cupcake up there? Ding, 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 ding. All right. Cupcake is up there. And team pink have three points. Team S has two points. Team Lala has one point. All right. Shall we move on to the next question? We'll move on. All right, we'll move on. All right, we'll move on to this last question right now. Then we'll just take a break. All right. So, name something in a person's closet that only comes out on special occasions. Team Lala, take it away. Do you know? Okay, we have to move right along to Team S. The same question. Name something in a person's closet that only comes out on special occasions. Dressy dresses. All right, let's see. Is that on the board? Dressy dresses. Ding, 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 ding. All right, that's right. Team S has three points. Now let's go to Team Pink. Let's see. Same question. Name something in a person's closet that only comes out on special occasions. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Um, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Ties? A tie? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Is a tie there? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Sorry. That's not up there. All right. Let's reveal what's all up there. All right. Yes. Dress is up there. Jewelry is up there. Dress shoes. Shotgun is up there. Um, a suit and a tux is up there. All righty then. So listen. I, it's fair to say we have a winner for this round. And the winner is, drum roll please. Team S, yay! Woo! Whoop, whoop! Team S wins, and they get the grand prize. Guess what, how much y'all get? Y'all get cash, all right? Ten thousand dollars that's right team s gets ten thousand dollars and guess what they also walk away with a car a car of their own choice so what car would you like on today team s mercedes-benz all right mercedes-benz it is come on bob let's go get that mercedes-benz get that keys ready bob let's go come on team s is the winner we're so excited and we're so happy up here y'all it's a party up here y'all so we thank you so much you all for joining us right now on this family food edition all right and just stay tuned because we have more to come all right let's go y'all This concludes today's episode. 
I hope and pray that you are blessed and uplifted in your soul. And just be sure to catch me back on next time. And this is Monique signing off, adding sprinkles in your day. Continue to stay blessed, stay healthy, and stay safe. Smile. Jesus loves you, and I do too. Peace and love.